Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Gravel. Craig, the news is finally broken. Penske is gone. So, Scott McLaughlin. It's ironic that on the same weekend that the triple DJR team Penske Falcon Mustang driver has left the shores, that Penske is that Friday that uh, they are leaving the series. It's uh, pretty sad for a bunch of reasons. Fantastic they've been here, but uh, I'm sure you would have read the news and said, right, well, we knew that was coming. Yes, I think it was well documented that it was going to be Penske's last year. There is a number of different reasons being given for that happening, but I thought uh, we should hear from Scott McLaughlin, hear why or what his thoughts are, particularly on this first weekend of the new IndyCar career. And I'm sure everyone will be fascinated with uh, Scott's own words. Uh, Obviously the news is out about my future and uh, what's going on with DJR and Team Penske uh, next season. Obviously, it's a sad moment for a lot of us. Um, it's been a, a wild ride, uh, especially a wild ride for Team Penske and DJR since um, you know, since 2015. But I was very lucky. I joined a fantastic team with fantastic people in 2017 uh, when they were on the way up. And I'll forever treasure the memories I've had with this team, the people. Uh, most of the people in the team have become some of my closest mates. Uh, forever grateful for the opportunity to drive for a workforce that didn't take any crap from anyone. Um, they persevered when they were getting negativity from the world. And, you know, they just continued to strive to be the best, which we ended up being, especially last year. And, you know, obviously the heartbreak of 2017 built us, but the team's championship in 2017 with highlights, 2018 driver's championship, 2019 driver's championship and team's championship. And then obviously the uh, Bathurst 1000. And then in 2020, uh, obviously the drivers in the team's championship again. And uh, the workforce, I can't thank enough um, at Dick Johnson Racing Team Penske. Uh, you know, the 50 or so people there, are some of the hardest working people I've ever worked with in my time. And I thank them so much. I wouldn't be in the position I am today, which sort of leads to me what I'm about to say about my, my future. Obviously, uh, starting this weekend in St. Petersburg, I'll be... Uh, an IndyCar driver full-time uh, from the 2021 season. Uh, I'll be driving, obviously, the Team Penske IndyCar and, and something that I'm really excited for. I wouldn't be here without the people uh, back home, the fans, our partners, um, you know, the support everyone's given me to do this venture and you know venture into the other side of the world and, and into a car and a series I don't know. Um, it's something that uh, has been difficult, but has made easy when you have good people around you and good people supporting you. And I can't thank everyone enough. But uh, look, from you know, from myself, from Carly, my family, um, thank you to you know, everyone back home for making us all feel welcome, making my dreams a reality. And um, I'm sure I'm going to be back for Bathurst, or or if someone wants me as a co-driver, um, certainly would love that. Um, to Fabian, my, my, my teammate, uh, it's been, you've been the longest teammate I've ever had and uh, we've got along like a house on fire and I appreciate uh, you know, everything that you've brought to me professionally and as a friend and I wish you all the best as well. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's not a it's 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 a sad time, but it's an exciting time for people, and you know, I hope uh, everyone comes back bigger, bigger and better in twenty one because I certainly will. There's no doubt about it that he uh, has been on this trajectory some time. He talks about it being a, a childhood dream. I'm sure that a dream that he never really fully envisaged it could happen, but by crikey, he showed himself to be a class driver. One fascinating thing I picked up, uh, Craig, something that I didn't know until only a couple of weeks ago, that the man who uh, was asked by Roger Penske as to whether Scott should go and do some junior formula in America, uh, training wheels, learning how open wheelers or something like that, the man who was asked by Roger Penske was Dario Franchi, himself a convert from touring cars, albeit DTM, very wild and woolly touring cars of the uh, 80s and 90s, but Dario was asked by, by Penske, what did he think? Should he go straight to it? And Dario said, yes, and straight in. A class racing driver is a class racing driver, regardless whether he's got wings or slicks or bonnets or boots or whatever. Fascinating, uh, that idea, isn't it, uh, Craig? It is, and what has been interesting is the response back here in Australia. Now, our uh, good friend, Chris Lambden, he made uh, a very interesting couple of comments, and I think it's uh, fair to share them with you because he quite rightly said, the enormity of a young guy from down under has impressed enough that they're taking him straight into the US main game. No indie lights or anything like that. A touring car driver going directly to the indie car, unheard of, but brilliant news. And of, of course, Chris is full steam ahead trying to champion big wings and slick racing in Australia with the S5000. So that was uh, a quote from Chris Lambden yesterday uh, following the news. Look, yeah, it, it's terrific to know. Um and uh, certainly, well, I'll be watching uh, avidly to see how Scotty goes. And I think one of the things that people should well and truly temper their enthusiasm and their desire to see Scotty go well, it's such a giant jump from a series where they've had lots of racing, the uh, 23 drivers who've been running in the series this year. They've been going at various different tracks. Now they're on one of the tight tracks. And uh, I think St. Petersburg. Uh, Street course, which is a combination of street course and something else, an airfield, I think, um, might be one of the shortest and tightest of the tracks they go to, but it's uh, fascinating to watch and see how that'll happen. But um, the uh, departure of Bensky is a sad thing. Um, he certainly added something to the uh, category. I remember vividly being at Bathurst when uh, we had on the stage, uh, on the podium, oh, press conference, uh, Penske, um, we had uh, Zach Brown, I think, maybe not, maybe it was just Michael Andretti, um, and uh, Tim Sindrick, uh, you know, it's fantastic to see international people uh, from motorsport at the highest level coming to be part of our series, and I think that while Roger has left, I don't think that uh, our series is any poorer because he uh, has left, but the fact he's been here, it makes it a far a richer one. And when you think, so, Tony, Dick about Johnson the... When you think, Tony, about the, the years of international ownership of supercars, David Richards, with, of course, uh, FBR, Tickford Racing, all those years ago, and, of course, when you remember what Triple Eight was, their original ownership had um, 
was Triple Eight in the UK, which Roland Dane eventually, uh, you know, brought the Australian series all under the uh, single ownership there for a while. So, and of course, years before that, Tom Walkinshaw owning HRT. Indeed. With regard to uh, Dick Johnson Racing, while Scotty's left, we haven't heard definitely. You did hear rumours. You told me that Fabian had been offered a contract as an insurance driver for 2021 and beyond. He, he certainly well and truly earned uh, an ongoing role, albeit maybe it's a smaller one in future. But the rumours that Bruce Newton has uh, put, put out there in auto action, maybe not rumours, maybe he's got something far firmer than that. Bruce uh, being a very well-connected journalist and he's been doing uh, this job for 20 to 30 years now. He uh, suggests that uh, Anton Di Pasquale, who of course is out of contract with Erebus and hasn't signed anywhere as yet, he would be going there, being joined by a returnee in Will Davison going back, um, which would be, this would be fantastic news. Um, Will having a young driver like Anton, I'm sure they'll push each other well, and that would be uh, tremendous for the series to have that strong, strong pairing in Dick Johnson car. So I don't think they'll be losing anything there. Um, in other news around the series, I'm hearing that there's still going to be a 24-car grid. There have been various rumours floating around about Paul Morris coming back, uh, about Blanchard leaving uh, um, Brad Jones. Um, But the one thing that is apparent is that there'll be 24 cars. Now, the question will be as to whether we'll have two four-car teams, as in uh, Tickford and Brad Jones, and eight uh, two-car teams. Um, or maybe it's split up into a different way. But we'll wait and see what happens there. It'll be uh, interesting to see the development over the next few months to see how the grid forms up for next year. I imagine that you may have, have some news around some of that, would you, Craig? Well, one of the things that's not inconceivable is that uh, there is a few question marks. I think Nick Percat might be the only driver that's locked in at BJR. Uh, If Blanchard was to take his wreck somewhere else, that leaves him with three. Of course, there is the uh, Jack Smith car that is being run out of Brad Jones Racing, and they've done three cars for years, so uh, that wouldn't be the end of the world for them. Um, what could be interesting is could we see Fabian Coulthard turn back up at BJR as a full-time driver? He's certainly good enough to be full-time, as you mentioned. The other thing we haven't mentioned is that the ownership, all the reports of the ownership now are Dick Johnson Racing. It will be owned by... Um, Ryan Story and Dick Johnson, and so that um, some of the the rumours running around Bathurst was that uh, uh, someone like um, Paul Morris could become part of DJR, and uh, based on the press releases that have come out, that hasn't happened. Um, We'll be looking forward to, at some stage in the near future, getting to have some time uh, with Ryan Story, maybe a few minutes talking to him that will come out in the, the near future obviously with the ownership and Dick Johnson uh, may be taking a larger role than he has so that's it for Inside Supercars until our next show thank you for watching and listening to Inside Supercars Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device search Inside Supercars
The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.